And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700, the Champ 101.3 FM. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you here at G-Migs in West Des Moines. Come on down, join us tonight. The place is filling up, but there's still seats. Hawks and Duke at 8.30 if you want to stick around for that steak night if you're just here to eat. And we have, uh, I feel a little claustrophobic. we got a lot of people around us. I and, could move over one I, and get closer I, to you. I, I am full of piss and vinegar and energy tonight. And it must be because the Cyclone Friends of the Hawkeye Huddle are here. We've... We've got a, a newbie in the house even here in Steve Campbell sitting in front of us. Hot, hot tubs of Iowa. Hot tubs are, yeah. <laughs> we, we are, uh, and we're going to have a good time here. Uh, the, the Hawks tonight uh, taking on number 15 Duke on, uh, on uh, ESPN at 8.30. Madison Square Garden is going to be a big game for them. And then in just two days from now, they take on Iowa State. It's a big week for Hawkeye basketball. And the women, by the way, also have Iowa State this week as well. Uh, so there's a lot going on in the land of Hawkeye hoops. I think we're going to push that off just a little bit. Let's start with football. We're still just kind of tailing it up on football season. And uh, we did find out this past week the Hawks are going to be playing Kentucky again. Again. Uh, this time in the Music City Bowl, as predicted uh, hours before the Nebraska loss at Mickey's Pub between you and me and Andrew and uh, Budzinski that they might be going there. And Budzinski's just going to be there anyway, so good for him. He'll have to go to that game. Iowa on uh, New Year's Eve at 11 a.m. It's an 11 a.m. kick against Kentucky. They are also 7-5 and five on the year. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites the last I saw. Kentucky is. Yes, and 32-and-a-half is the number. should grab that, shouldn't I? That one seems it, – it's, that's pretty low. I understand. The final score last year was? 20-17, 37. Okay, I was thinking it was 17-14. 20-17, 37. Uh, now, the thing about this is you may be very well, for sure, for Iowa, you're looking at a backup quarterback, probably Joey Levis, maybe Carson May, depending on what they look at, because uh, there's no Alex Padilla once he entered the transfer poll, Spencer, uh, uh, transfer portal. Uh, Spencer Petrus, hurt, out, done, surgery. He's, he's, on, the, he's, he's, he's on the DL. Right. I guess, um, I guess they call it the IR now. And the other side of the coin, uh, Will Levis uh, may well sit uh, for the NFL draft and just uh, not play. He's been injured He's off, off his, and on. He's going to study for his Wonderlick exam. And no, that doesn't mean that Deuce Hogan is next man in. Uh, they have another quarterback that played most of the rest of the year. I don't think Deuce Hogan, if he saw the field, he didn't throw a pass. I know that for sure. He may have been the holder on punts. It's something like that. It's a good possibility, right? You so anyway, it. maybe that's maybe he totally he's a holder it. on punts. Nice. See, I'm saying I got too much energy. We got to calm me down. Well, All you right. got to listen. All right, that was a good one. Anyway, so that's coming up on the 31st. We're going to break that down as we go, and I got to decide whether or not I'm going over there or not. Uh, it, I was going two years ago. Andrew and I had airline tickets, we had hotel rooms, we had the tickets for the game. Did you see the, whole the hotel thing rooms set. are like 400 bucks on yeah. a, on uh, per uh, night on average. Anything in Nashville is expensive. Uh, if you want to stay a little further away, it's not so bad. Well, you can go to Murfreesboro, which is always nice. <laughs> uh, spend, a, spend a month there one yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, well, it's New Year's Eve, too. I mean, come on, you couldn't even have picked that, right? That's, well, I, mean, I will know. tell you this. I, I, I suspect that Nashville on New Year's Eve, downtown Oh, Nashville, it'll be a blast. Be That's why a, I'm thinking a, about it absolute riot uh to go and, and participate in that um be sort of like wybor city in tampa yep uh should be fun like that but uh nevertheless yeah it's a it's a nice place to go for the hawks because we haven't been there even though we were supposed to go there right and uh it reminds me of a restaurant i was supposed to go to <laughs> once 
Reminds me of the trip you were supposed to be on this week exactly. over in Park it's City. Very similar to Park City. By the way, so. for those who are wondering, David is back in the house 100%. this week. Hundred percent. No I longer am. COVID. COVID. Uh, um, I actually took a test. I am negative. Oh, very good. Yeah, you're very negative, but usually a glass is half full for you, though. So that's pretty uh, good. I'm yeah. far more positive in 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 regards to to certain aspects of the Hawkeye life. That's for sure. That. And my cohort here, but that's neither here nor there. All right, let's talk. Let's talk transfer portal for the football team, shall we? Well, oh, nope. First thing we want to do is, is let's point out a positivity here. Drew Stevens is a second-team freshman All-American, which is awful nice as a kicker. Is he going to get a scholarship? I he's going to get a scholarship. Yes, I wouldn't worry about that. And Caleb Johnson was honorable mention uh, All-American as a freshman as well. Let's hope those two kids are on the team next year because right now it's hard to know who's going to stick around. Well, and I don't not, see any right? reason Drew Stevens will be ending, entering I, the portal. I don't either, but I'm joking. The man benches 134 pounds. <laughs> I mean, who's looking for him? <laughs> Seriously, he could not get into a 16 and under juice bar right now without an ID. The only I mean, place yeah. he can go in Iowa City is that place that's oh, un- they got the, un- they got, uninhibited. The, 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 the non-alcohol place. What's it what? called? No, not Summit. No, the, uh, the it's non-alcohol the on, place. It's on Burlington when you turn right to yeah. go to the stadium. Yeah, that never has anybody in it. The, what a, a business model. Let's open a bar why don't we for just, people who why, don't drink why in why college Why don't we just town. call it the soda jerk-off <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, I, we're going to – yeah, the guys go there thinking, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to – There's the women in here are going to so clearly see how wonderful I am. My, That's my, how I'm going to meet them. Okay, great. Yeah. Anyway, we can take that as far as we want. Okay, so here's I think a, we've took it far enough. The, the transfer portal opened up this week. Uh, here's who's in for the Hawkeyes and looking to go elsewhere. Uh, Gavin Williams, I don't think a super surprise. I called um, that last week. Right. And, you know, look, the, the kid's not going to start, but he could start somewhere else. I mean, he took the rock 30 times somewhere else. So he's behind LaShawn really right now. And, of course, Caleb Johnson. So that makes sense. Uh, Padilla wants to go somewhere else. Who can blame him? Who can blame well, I, him at this he point? He should have transferred last year. Right. Keegan Johnson. Clearly, uh, the entire year was was here. Here's here's I'm just reading this in. He didn't want to play all year until he got to the very end where he realized he wasn't going to blow eligibility. Said I'll play now, and they put him in for the second half of the Nebraska game. He's done. He's going somewhere else. Looks like maybe Notre Dame, Nebraska, something like that. Well, you got to put a big red in, or excuse me, white in with red around it. He's Uh, a Nebraska kid. He's he's from Omaha. That's a good chance there. Arlen Bruce from Ankeny. Uh, but not originally from Ankeny. Remember, he transferred in from Kansas City for his senior year, um, and he's looking to go elsewhere. So mm, K-State might be on that, on that list for him. Um, so disappointing on his level. Keegan Johnson disappointing because I think he's a great player. Arlen Bruce disappointing. We didn't want to see an Iowa kid go elsewhere. Josh Volks, a lineman who didn't see playing time, not going to kill us. Here's a couple of the other ones, though. Terry Roberts today in there as a, as a, a defensive back. Really, a guy we really we wanted to see more of on the field. He just kept getting hurt. And if you look at the starters who are coming back next year, it'll be Arlen Harris again because his knee's going to be done. Remember, he was going to start. All, he was the he was going to start this year as the starting. Is the who Jamari Harris? Jamari Harris. Sorry, Jamari Harris. And I, it's it's rare loose. that I know the names. Yeah, nice, Jamari Harris, and of course, you know, Cooper DeGene. Right. So uh, Terry Roberts probably looked at that and said, nah, "I'm probably not going to start. I want to go somewhere and try to start." Right. That makes some sense. Disappointing though, because we wanted to see him. Um, uh, Justin Jacobs, though, in uh, as a linebacker, a guy who would have clearly would have been a starter next year for this team. Clearly would have had a great deal of playing time, and he's looking to go elsewhere. And here's the part about that. Well, I want to I want to dive into into a little bit. 
it appears as if Phil Knight, the Oregon supporter. Now, before is, you go there, I want you to preface this that the rumor is. The rumor is. Yes. yes. So we're going to talk about if this is the case. This is not your, you do not know this to we, be we, fact. We don't, but we we know we have connections to enough media people who have heard it to make that the, there's smoke and some fire here, right? Maybe a few mirrors. Maybe a few mirrors. That that Phil Knight is offering certain children $100,000 to enter the portal so Oregon can talk to them and then bring them out there legally, right, without getting into trouble. In other words, what is happening is Phil Knight isn't that, is, isn't that considered tampering? How? He's not connected to a program. Oh, my I'm good Lord, he's a total booster. Doesn't he matter. Would, he would have to be a bo- on the booster list of Oregon. I'm offering him money to, 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 for his name, image, and likeness as the – as the leader of Nike, I'm going to give him $100,000 to come be my to come be a spokesperson for us. Now, no. whether he's so, what he's doing? I, I just let's conceptually think about it. if this is true. Let's conceptually think about this. He's offering $100,000 for kids to quit. How many people can Deary Brothers offer for right. a spokesperson? Well, but but th- but think about it. this is not about offering him to to go play for Oregon. That comes later, right? He's offering him $100,000 to quit. That's an amazing – wait, 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 wait. It's a bastardization I, of what a, this is supposed to excuse be. Excuse me. I didn't realize that Nike was actually the government. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Well, that's a, that's a whole different program, what we're talking about. I just think that, – That's the Steve Day I, show. <laughs> I'm just get really – I'm getting uh, – this gets weirder and weirder and more and more fascinating as you start to so watch So how many angles. people do we have now? Because I saw so, somebody had eight, and now Terry Roberts would be nine, I have, but I, I don't – Failed to mention Reginald Bracey, so that's okay. one, two, three, four, five, six. That's eight. Uh, on the way in, though, the good news is Cade, Cade McNamara, McNamara, obviously the quarterback from Michigan, a couple years left, uh, was a He uh, started a the recruit. first game of the year for Michigan right. this year. Right, and led him to a 12-2 and two year last year, the college football playoff and the Big Ten Championship over Iowa. And he's trying to recruit some kids to come with him. Looks like maybe a tight end might. Uh, it, the ship may have sailed on his friend who's a wide receiver from Alabama. Apparently... Uh, from what I have gathered, and I dug a little into this one, Nick Saban called Kirk Ferentz and said, well, don't might, do it. it. It might have been Kirk calling him and saying, what's the deal? But either way. Yes. He, right. was, he was summarily asked to leave the program. Um, was you, was you, he was asked to leave the program. In Alabama. And Kirk, Kirk is smart enough to call people and say, hey, what, what's why, up? Why did you what, ask what, him to leave? Right. Right. Now, whether or not the reasons given – that you and I would agree that that's enough or more or whatever, that's not the point. The point is there's something, some smoke around there that that kid was not what Iowa wanted, so they're not taking it. A lot of right? smoke tonight yeah. Yeah, on the Hawkeye yeah, exactly. huddle. Lots of smoke. Uh, I quit smoke. It was really good that you did. Uh, Arlen Harris, that's where I got that Arlen before. Arlen Harris is a junior running back from Stanford. He visited this week, possibly looking at us. Uh, Isaac Tesla who is a, uh, from Hillsdale College Division Two, but a wide receiver was in this week, looks to be a, an Ed Hinkle with some additional speed. Right. right. Taller wide receiver, kid that could really run and catch the football. Uh, looks really good with him possibly. And now uh, Andrew Ridge just told me he saw that Seth Anderson, who was uh, all everything in the Sun Big South. Big South Conference. Offensive player in the Big South Conference as a freshman, a wide receiver has been offered from Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern. uh, Been offered by the Iowa Hawkeyes as well. And this guy, Texas Hawk, who um, is sort of the the creator, 
the, the man who has put together this collective where all the money is supposed to flow through um, and make the connections for these guys. Uh, he has it's my understanding he and Kakerd had dinner last night. Oh, really? Well, maybe we can talk about that because he is very confident that Iowa is going to bring in a monster transfer class. Right. Uh, to go along with, with some of these And these the monster leaving. recruiting class that right. we have on, on deck. Right. As that long signs as, in two weeks right. from today. Uh, fingers uh, crossed. Right. Keaton Proctor, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. crossed. So it, it's maybe, interesting. Maybe what's Phil up. Knight gave Caden hundred grand to go see Oregon. That's why he went. Well, he probably did. I, I bet he did. It sounds like maybe at least thirty grand. Okay. So there's mon- there's money that exchange- for a high school kid, a money that exchanged hands for him to go out and visit, potentially, right? and it's all possibly legal. Potentially. Okay, I'm going to take that on my source. There is being that happened. All right. All right. Um, uh, unnamed sources. Right. Andrew Ridge. No. <laughs> uh, who? There's ways where we're getting to actual professional journalists here. Um, so again. Phil Knight paying kids to come visit. You're Phil suggesting Knight we're not professionals? People who would be closer and further into that. Perhaps yeah. perhaps the word that we should never use with us is journalist. Maybe that's the case. Because <laughs> we are clearly professionals. Back to Justin Jacobs. I, it's sad, but the it, dude played 14 games in four years. He got hurt. I understand it's that. It's not because we weren't trying to play him. He was going to get playing time. Guys that get hurt don't quit getting hurt. It's it's a symptom. There's a good there's a good point. It could happen again, right? I mean, it, it's unfortunate. Terry Roberts is another one. Some of them, guys right? are unlucky when it comes yeah. to injuries. They're frail. Their their bones break. Their ligaments stretch. Call it what you want. I'm not making the point that that you're not upset about this. I get that. My problem with I, this is no. That, I it, it, I certainly wish that he would stay, and I I hope that he goes to Oregon and comes back and gets on his knees and genuflects in front of Phil Parker. Same with Terry Roberts, and says. Please take me back. Um, I apologize. Um, I was told she was really cute, but it turns out she wasn't so much. My point on these are that it was all things, it's the sure thing. Yeah, all things being equal, I get the kids who are not playing wanting to transfer. What bugs me about it now is the money that's coming into this is they're paying they're 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 putting money out there for kids who are playing to go test the waters. Well, the only person on that crap entire, on the school that has already given them the, the only person on that entire list that you've read of the eight or nine people for Iowa is Arlen Bruce. That's he's the only one who was a consistent I, contributor again, this year. And why is he leaving? Because the grass there's either money somewhere, or the grass is greener somewhere. I. I I don't know. Yeah, and, I, I, and and he, as you said, he's not an Iowa kid. He grew up in Kansas City. Certainly, K State uh, shows a nice uh, alternative. Justin Brents was all over uh, the broadcasting yeah. of TCU the other yeah. day. Yeah, well, you, yeah. How how nice would it have been to have him as Julius Brents? Julius Brents, yeah. Justin Julius. Yeah, to be, have him as an extra. But of course, he was supplanted by Riley Moss and left, and that made that made sense too. I, I'm just saying, I. There's certain things I understand with the way this is working and kids making certain decisions, and there are other ones that make me sad. And when I said yesterday I thought that that was a sad decision, people jumped all over. Well, you don't think that kid well, has a right that, to that's because No, that kid has every right to do what he Brett, wants to you do. Po- you posted it out there and posted it as this, that he was leaving because he was getting paid to quit, which is what your point is. And maybe he and is. And I find that sad. Well, you know what? If you got – if. 
uh, Bankers Trust came up to you and offered you three times your compensation. That's not what I said. I said I understand his decision. If they offered you three times to quit to go to the transfer portal in Public Works uh, from Wells Fargo, you would take the money and run. That's what I said. I had to clarify myself and say I understand his decision because he's taking his money. What I find sad is that there's somehow now this loophole where Phil and I can pay kids to quit. That's just, uh, to me, it's just, that's, ugh. Here's the bigger question. It's a that, tougher thing on This uh, is the bigger the question sport. that I have that, that, frankly, I think needs, there's 1,000 kids in the portal right now, and 2,800 of uh, seniors leaving. Where are they going to put them all? Right, because there's not going to be chairs. There won't. It's musical chairs, and the band will stop. Mm-hmm. Early on, you some know of who these talks kids. about that? Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. We'll check in with him when we come back on the Hawkeye Hall here on 17 under the champ 101.3 FM. A really quick break, would it? Hey, uh, hey whatever. It's hey, the right, Hawkeye Huddle. Right. Things are fast around. Life moves fast. Sometimes you better stop and take a look around. What was that? Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Brett Ridge, Jake Creighton Jr. with you here. We're at G Migs. Uh, it's pretty loud. I'll turn myself down just a little bit. How's that? Well, um, Andrew can turn down the. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Hawks and Duke tonight at eight thirty. You know, uh, certainly on ESPN Duke is Duke. right here. Yeah, on TV more than Leave It to Beaver. Hawks are on a lot too. So you, who said that? Um, Hello. Oh, it was Calhoun. Tom Cakert. It was it was Jim Calhoun. Tom Cakert, how we'll, are we'll you? We'll get you, Tom. Hang on. Live from – live. Jim. shut up. He's on – live from Madison Square Garden. Oh, he's in – I forgot. You're – okay, maybe we should I'm cut I'm trying to get Where's to Jim a Calhoun? good spot, guys. Oh, you've oh, done a great job. Now. Are you uh, peering down on Illinois and Texas right now? Um, oh. I'm, I'm, I still can't hear you guys very well. I'm trying to get okay. to a better spot here. Okay. Tom Kicker is at the Jimmy V Classic tonight. What? Why wouldn't you take the opportunity to go to Madison Square Garden okay, and watch go the ahead. Hawks play? Duke? Let's see if we can try this. All right. Well, uh, Tom, uh, it's it's a it's it's wonderful that Fran is in a position with this team that they've been invited to play in games like this. And I, I watched your um, uh, video recap uh, the other day of his press conference where he talked about this this uh, opportunity and they had to think about it for a minute because of the rest of the schedule. But it is fun to have Iowa basketball back at the spot where they're invited to play in these types of events on national television with these types of programs. Uh, I, I couldn't hear you guys very well. Shoot. Tom, isn't it great that uh, Iowa's back – uh, in a position where they're invited to go to Madison Square Garden and play Duke. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. And this is, it's a cool event, you know, being here. And, you know, Illinois and Texas are playing right now. They got both have a, a good amount of fans. There's a ton of Hawks fans here tonight, too. So, um, yeah, this is really cool. Uh, very great for, uh, it's great exposure for Iowa, too, to be on a, you know, a stage like this playing against, um, you know, one of the, Blue blood programs in the uh, in the country. So, good time. Well, well, no question. You know the fact that Patrick McCaffrey had that cancer situation was it, seven years ago now. Eight. Eight years ago now has to be a, a big, big thing. And Fran has always been a big proponent uh, when it when it comes to the Jimmy V and the, and the coaches for cancer things. So, uh, obviously, another logical tie-in, but a, a great a great opportunity tonight. Yeah, it is. It's it's a really cool opportunity for Patrick to be here, and 
uh, to kind of tell his story and and to share that with uh, with everybody uh, out there. Uh, you know, is watching. You've seen him, you know, battle cancer as a teenager, and now being healthy enough and strong enough, and he's playing really good basketball. So, very cool. Actually, last night um, caught the <clears throat> Fran uh, Fran and uh, uh, Gary show on the network last night. Um, one of the few times in the last few years, I thought that was really great radio, right? They talked a lot about Patrick's cancer experience and uh, what the family went through, and it's really something to, to, to take Fran McCaffrey out of the coach's shoes and think of him as a Put dad. A dad right? right, absolutely. All right, well, then the Hawks, uh, it's a tall order, and when I say that, Tom, three seven-footers on Duke, how does Iowa cope with that? Yeah, you just you got to play aggressively. Um, I, I think that's the that's the big thing. It's just you know size is just a number, and you just the big thing Iowa's going to do is is make some shots, and they have you know really since that TCU the TCU game they didn't shoot it well, they got out physical, and then um, Georgia Tech they I don't think they really shot the ball that all that well either. So they they're due to get back on track, hitting some shots. Um, you, know, you talked about Patrick. You know, he had that great game against Clemson. He hit 21 in that game, but then he had zero points and zero rebounds the next game against uh, against TCU. So he and he didn't really have a great game against uh, Georgia Tech. So he's kind of due for a bounce back. I think Peyton Sanford is due for a bounce back too. And if they can get both those guys going with Chris, um, you know, I always got a great shot to win this game tonight. Chris Murray, the ESPN National Play of the Week for his 31 points and 20 rebounds against Georgia Tech. First time since 1977. Bruce Sky, Sky King. King. That an Iowa player has gone for 30 and 20. 20 rebounds was really something in that game as Iowa beat Georgia Tech last week um, in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Of course, we got Iowa State coming up this week as well, so it's a big week for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, Tom, the, the Big Ten is kind of topsy. I wouldn't say topsy turvy. They're all over the place right now. There's a there's a ton of quality. Uh, suddenly, if you start looking on the horizon, there's no break in the schedule. Yeah, they're going to get yeah. a couple of non conferences. But man, even Nebraska upsets Creighton the other day. There's nobody left in the Big Ten that's not solid. Yeah, you look at what Nebraska did the other day. Uh, you know, beating uh, Creighton at Creighton, and that Creighton team is very good this year. Very good, um, and and they really handled them. So, um, yeah, there's there's no uh, no easy games this year. You thought, um, heck, Northwestern Michigan State the other night lost to yep. Northwestern. Um, yep, at, it, at the Breslin Center. Yeah. yeah, that's the uh, second time in five years, though. I think and, Northwestern has beat them. And uh, last night, Wisconsin uh, jumps in and beats Marquette on their home floor after Marquette destroyed Baylor the other day by twenty five thirty points. So. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of and and by the way the Hawks have Wisconsin on Sunday, so this is a big this, yeah. is, a, this is a big big week. This is this is a huge stretch for Iowa this week, um, just because there's so many quick turnarounds. Now you play tonight, fly back, uh, quick prep. You got the Cyclones coming in, um, and uh, and then you've got uh, uh, Wisconsin on Sunday uh, afternoon. I thought they used to. They did the Iowa State game when they did because of finals week, and then suddenly the Big Ten is sticking an extra game in there. A little, little strange. Yeah, me, I, well, think uh, finals week, I think the concerns about finals week went away uh, in the COVID year when, okay. when they just decided that um, they needed to play football. 
Remember that? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we should just play money. some football. <laughs> Good I point. Needed to Good make point. Money, guys. So the so answer, speak. Like, once again, the answer to all your questions is always money. So Brett was talking about the money that perhaps Justin Jacobs and some of these other players might be being offered to put their name in the transfer portal. Is that is that actually a real thing where you're just getting paid? To put your name in the portal? Um, haven't heard those things, but you know there. Are, I, I mean, I think I think we all know. I, I think we all know that there are, there are deals that are already made before right. a kid puts his name in. I mean, that's just how you know. And there and there's going to be nothing that ever happens about it because everyone is doing it. All right. So if you want to tell on somebody or be pissed about somebody doing it, well, guess what? You're probably doing it too. So you just, yeah. you, you can't be outraged. And, you know, and Iowa fans are freaking out about the portal right now just because more guys are leaving. It's a process, guys. Um, you know, it's not like a it's not like a prisoner swap where one guy walks <laughs> in and then one guy walks out, you know, kind of thing. It's, it's a guys leave, then there's a process for the most part. And and then um, and then they start coming in. So it, that's there's going to be some musical chairs happening here shortly. So we'll, we'll see well, what happens. I feel pretty confident I was going to get some guys this weekend. Okay. Well, that was a question. That's where we were going. It sounds like um, so Texas Hawk uh, who posts on your on your website who's been in charge I, of the I swarm collections. You talked to him, just right? With him, uh, just with him last night, and and just saw him here at the game. Okay, and he feels it. I, so this is a, a fascinating piece of this to me, Tom. Is that in years past, boosters wouldn't necessarily know exactly what was happening with who was coming and who was going. But I get the feeling that the coaches have been talking to him about what they were going to need for some time now, with anticipation of who they thought might be putting in the portal. And it sounds to me like he's pretty confident they've got some guys that they've already talked to that are coming in you're talking about this weekend it sounds like they've already th these conversations have darn well taken place already yeah well um Kate McNamara just tweeted out that he was coming in um and I think his uh uh one of his tight ends uh Eric All who's put his name in there is going to be in um might be uh some other guys coming in too so we'll see not Michigan guys but just um some other some other players on the move so um we we shall see what happens but um yeah i like uh i i, I think they're in pretty good shape uh but now it's just a matter of getting those guys on campus and getting it uh getting all the uh eyes dotted in the cross <laughs> so to speak so yeah is, is there any chance that an Iowa player like Josh Gundale did last year, put his name in the portal, didn't find any suitors, came back to Iowa and France said, welcome back. Could that happen um, on the football team? Always, always a chance. But I just, I, I know some people have speculated that maybe, um, maybe like Keegan Johnson was getting some cold feet after he put his name in. Uh, but I, I think everybody, all parties are just kind of ready to move on from that one. Well, I was thinking more Terry Roberts, <laughs> Justin yeah. Jenkins. Maybe, maybe. 
Okay. Doesn't sound real. Tom's not real enthusiastic no, about no, this. No, no, that's all right. I appreciate but, an honest now, answer. Let's, let's shift this a little bit, Tom. So I noticed that George Barnett is out there on the recruiting trail for Iowa right now. Uh, so that indicates to me that the offensive line coach is not going anywhere, which would indicate to me. Anything to you. Okay, it should. Okay, it should not. Okay, I'm just still still employed by the University of Iowa. Okay, his job is to be out recruiting, and 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 he's got a bowl game to prepare for. They're not gonna. When when is the last time Kirk made a coaching change before a bowl game? Well, I wouldn't think he would, but I also am not sure I would send a, a guy out there who's lame duck coach to recruit. Oh, are you kidding me? They sent no, those they still, they two that they fired. Yeah, they did they send out the two guys. Yeah. Yeah, has, so anyway. They have a job to do. Okay. Okay. So, so, Tom, I know that you think we're going to win tonight. I read your piece today and appreciate yeah. that. How about the rest of the week? Boy, um, I want to see what they look like tonight. Um yeah, I think well they'll said. beat the Cyclones <laughs> in Iowa City, and and that Wisconsin game is going to be a street fight probably on on Sunday. It's a pure grinder of a game. I've been impressed with Wisconsin. Though. I've seen them play a couple times, and 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 they have played pretty well. Well, no question. As you said, a, a great opportunity for the if the Hawks could somehow go three and zero or two and one in this. Huge week. I'll take two and one out of this. I will. This is a yeah. big week. Uh, Hawks, by the way, still six and one and, and uh, ranked number twenty four in the coaches poll, twenty eight in or twenty six in the AP. So they're right there hanging around. These are big weeks for the net. They're, they're, they're twenty one on Ken Palm. And they're they're big weeks for the for all the rankings. It's a it's a big week for Hawkeye basketball. Hey Tom, enjoy your time in Madison Square Garden. This will be fun for you tonight. I, yeah. I know it's great to go to the Mecca. So enjoy it. We thanks, appreciate you finding a space ju- for yeah, us. Thanks yeah. for jumping yeah. on with us, Tom. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Never fails. In 19 years, never fails. Right? But that was – we got problems. We got got the same, but either way. Um, I love the way he hopped right on because I'm just going to throw it out there. But, no, it sounds to me like he knows Kirk's going to reevaluate this thing. He's got to reevaluate this thing, doesn't he? And and, and isn't that one of the ways you maybe talk to one of the top quarterback choices in transfer land – into coming so quickly that you're like, eh, we're going to change some things up. I mean, I... well, l- let me tell you something. So I, I've been watching a lot of football, which may surprise people out there. But if you watch NFL football, and even if you watch lousy teams, uh, the Colts, the Saints, they run the Iowa offense out of the shotgun. Okay? There's no reason we shouldn't run all of our stuff out of With shotgun. With the exception of the fact that our current quarterback was a, was a statue. Right. right. Other Cade, than that, yeah. Cade McNamara is not. Nope. He is, he is uh, nope. nimble, mobile. Uh, he can move on his feet. He can avoid pressure. He can also run the football and get you some yards. And he's probably better than a 5-4-40. Well, before his knee was done, yes. Right. Now, that's the only thing we got to be worried about. I'm not worried about his knee getting back. Knees are fixed these days, yeah. okay? Yeah. This isn't Gale Sayers in 1970 when Brian Piccolo <laughs> – Love you, Brian Piccolo. <laughs> when Brian Piccolo came in for Gale Sayers, when he blew his knee out right. in 1970, and that was literally nearly the a, end of his year, yeah. a career-ending surgery. That's not the case today. So I have great – McNamara has got to be our biggest advocate out there for us. And I well, think he that's knows what I think that. we're getting the – I think we're going to get the, 
the transfer tight end, his his uh, <clears throat> tight end, who uh, had some great stats for a for a while uh, for Michigan. It sounds right? really bad. Yeah, it does. But it looks like that's a, a, a really good possibility. All Eric All right? Yes. Um, He'll be all uh, in. And then you keep you add that to Lachey. He's got a couple of tight ends who can catch the football. Certainly, the running back situation is really fine. It's fine. It's it is. Without Williams, it's still fine. You keep Jazz Pat, P, uh, Patterson. By the way, he. I think that's a kid we're, we're going to enjoy seeing play. Uh, in addition to Williams and Caleb Johnson, that's fine. Find some offensive linemen, a couple of wide receivers here, and that seems to be where they're going. The it, defense is going to be cool too, right? Don't you, I would think you need to find a couple corners, at least one. Well, they're following a couple of, uh, of all-conference, smaller but all-conference corners on Twitter, and that means that they're looking at them, and right? how about the wide receiver from uh, Kent, Kent State? Uh, I didn't see that one. but that, that, uh, Cephas? Okay, and uh, he was, was all it, was, was he, he Mac? the bad guy in uh, Warriors? <laughs> he was, but so that it, was Cyrus. Uh, it it sounds like <laughs> they are fairly confident. So it, uh, the, these things, these departures of these wide receivers, are not at all a surprise. And it sounds like they've been doing whatever they need to do to have been talking to people along the way to know that. When we get to this point, they're feeling pretty good about some of the guys they're going to bring in, which is interesting because, you know, they, they've never been one. Kirk has never been one to, to step over the line at all in terms of purposely circumventing anything that's going on. But there's clearly Cade McNamara committed, and he wasn't supposed to be in the portal until Monday. Monday. Right? So um, clearly there have been some things that you know, people are talking, uh, as every college is right now, uh, about who's coming in and who's, what is open. We didn't get to talk to Tom about that. I think the, the, the question you brought up is about seats at chairs in the musical chairs game. How many will be left for kids? And I think there were 600-some last year that didn't get anything. So it, you're gambling. Hope you get some money. All right, we'll be back. we got a little more basketball talk. Get you ready for Iowa and Duke tonight at 830. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle. 1700, the champ. 1700, the champ. Red Ridge, Dave Graydon, Jr., as we are each I'm week. going to turn you down just a little now that Tom I'm, is I'm red. Okay. You, were. <laughs> you can turn down the return for me, too, like that. There we go. Uh, Hawks and Duke at 830 here at GMIGS tonight, of course, on your uh, TV as well as this, ESPN. This just in that game's actually at Madison Square Garden will not be played here at GMIGS, uh, but this, able this, to be watched yes. here. It's a great place to watch. Great place to watch a game. Um, want to thank the other great sponsors on our program, of course, uh, not only our friends here at GMIGS, but... Our friends at uh, Remax Concepts, Angie Lancaster, who uh, has taken care of you in, uh, in terms of selling houses. Hundreds of others. And hundreds of others. Uh, I think she's working right now. It's probably quite possible. She's working to sell a home right here in front of us. <laughs> Brian Houck of Key Mortgage. Appreciate uh, his support of the Hawkeye Huddle. Uh, uh, AMPM Plumbing. They do plumbing, Brett. They do? Are you sure? I'm going to tell you. There's no one more more responsive than AMPM Plumbing. Seventh in Railroad. I drive by every time I come here. Just wait. Just kind of salute them, don't I you? I do. Yeah. Uh, our friends at... Uh, in Plumbing. No private, one's more responsive private than Private Wealth Asset Management, which could be Private Wealth Asset Management or Private Wealth Asset Management. It's Private Wealth Asset Management here on 5th Street in West Des Moines. We have not chosen a 5th Street 5. We've got to figure one out here real quick. We'll do that in just a minute uh, on their behalf. And also, I uh, want to thank... Uh, uh, Gatehouse Pictures for powering the HawkeyeHuddle.com. That's the HawkeyeHuddle.com. You can pick up our podcast tomorrow morning. And Gatehouse Pictures, 
of Windsor Heights supports that uh, with their sponsorship as well. So we do appreciate that as we move forward. A couple of other things to mention. Of course, we have not really talked women's basketball. They did lose last week uh, 94-81 to at home to NC State, ranked number 12 in the country. Iowa couldn't get a stop, and this is the thing right now. Is uh, That was a hot shooting team uh, in terms of NC State, but they just could not get a stop. Caitlin Clark had 45 points but couldn't do it all herself, and they lose that one. Uh, Iowa women's basketball needs to focus more on defense. Well, they, they kept they, running away and, from the, the – And they also need to figure out a way to get their more athletic, younger players onto the court in an effort – I love Monica. For the defense, right. Yeah, yes. I love Monica, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. She's put on 30 since she's been at Iowa, and she has slowed down a step. She's, she's tough to stop, but she also doesn't stop anybody, right? And it, it, it's Megan they, Gustafson right. they went was up, a better was, finisher. Yes. And it's that's like saying you're 1A or 1B. Hawks went up to Wisconsin and won 102-71 on Sunday, so that was a great way to do things. But still, giving up 71. 71 to Wisconsin, right? Uh, when, uh, they've got Iowa State uh, Wednesday tomorrow night, and that 6 p.m. Is going ESPN to be two a bloodbath. I know on national TV, it'll be terrific. Oh my Wanna? gosh, Ashley Jones and her father back in Carver, Hawkeye. I'm not sure they let him in. Oh, they don't have a choice. Buy a uh, ticket. They, they they threw him out last year before the game. Before the uh, game? two years ago, they two years ago in Carver, they threw him out before the game. I thought it was when he was screaming and yelling. Nope, nope. when was, there was no one else in the arena, screaming in and yelling before the game, and they let they threw him out. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we'll see what happens. What, what about the tenderloin idea? He's got incredible tenderloins. He's, he's got his restaurant there. They, they are they are they're fabulous. They're unreal. Uh, they also have Minnesota on Sunday at home. That one's on BTN, so both of these games are on television. Caitlin Clark is the Big Ten Player of the Week for her 13th, 13th time. She had her fifth seventh most ever. triple-double. Yes, double yes. seventh. Day. Seventh. Yes, most all-time in Iowa history for 2010 and 10. Uh, <laughs> and she's, she's also now fourth all-time in scoring for Iowa. She'll pass that pretty easily coming up here. And uh, uh, Monica is soon. fifth. Unreal. So they got to figure out how to, to – you know what it is, is they, they keep running away from the non-shooters or from the shooters to the non-shooters, right? So that they swing the ball – so the other team swings the ball to somebody who's uh, taller and is not going to shoot a three, and three girls go to guard her. You know – They can't do that. I have seen that many times with ball swinging. Too many girls guarding one – the ball swinger. Anyway, the wrestlers, did you watch it? Uh, I did. A, a close 18-15, to 15, hard-fought victory the other day. A couple of upsets that hurt Iowa and Warner. I, of uh, course, Mirren got their Warner, late but, Spencer uh, Lee. Okay. Spencer, Andrew comes down and says, Spencer Lee's going to wrestle. Yeah, well, he was already wrestling. Spencer Lee came out. Spencer Lee doesn't wrestle. Iowa loses this, this meet because he ended up with a major decision. He did not win, did not pin the guy, did not get a tech fall, but he did win enough to get a major decision. They First time he's wrestled in he 19 was, months. He was gassed. Yes. I mean, at middle of the second period, he he didn't have enough left to try I'm, to. I'm going to share with yeah. you that he doesn't practice very much. Well, that's probably where it is, right? He his knees his knees are 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 both repaired and still gone, and yet he he won easily, and yet he did not have enough energy left. It'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes as they move on down the road. They got Chattanooga this week. I bet he doesn't wrestle on that one. It's going to be the important meets where they really need to win that 125. They need to, that he he's needs in. to get some uh, cardio in. Yep. 
the upsets to Murin and Warner were upsetting. Cassiope, Tony Cassiope, in a 15-15 uh, meet score, However, comes out and wins 9-2 over the ninth. Who, who was the, the kid country. from Lisbon? Uh, 50... Real? No, he, he was... Uh, at oh, for, for 56? 50, yeah, the, I think it started with a C. Um, kid from Lisbon, freshman. Did not back down in the heat of the moment. Grabbed the guy. They were interlocked and planted him for a six-point move. It's freaking great. And then, and then uh, Nelson Brands... Coming through. Coming through with it. So uh, Nelson Brands also got a major that also really helped. But it was 5-5 uh, in matches, all right. bonus points. That's, yeah. that's the it's difference. Bonus points at one. Yeah, absolutely. And Cassiope, uh, of course, uh, uh, beat Sam Schuyler at, uh, at the end, 9-2, to two, and that was never really close. Again, the heavyweight thing is kind of weird because there's a, there's a level, and then there's another level, which Cassiope's at, and then there's another level, which Gabe St- Gabriel Stephenson was at. Is I, he still it, wrestling in but I don't think so. I, so I Cassiope's WWE still is ranked number two, though, so I think he's behind one of those guys. Kid from Penn State beat him, I yeah. think, in the yeah. uh, in the, the deal uh, down the, in Texas. The thing in Texas, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, good win for Tony. <laughs> and he did work. He didn't back down. I mean, he just went right at that guy. And, and that well, he got that takedown right? in the yeah. first period, wrote him out, got some extra points. It was uh, I was glad to see that. I didn't did not want to see that uh, winning streak end. No, Iowa now at I think eighteen straight over uh, over Iowa I already State. had to 17 watch Creighton's winning streak uh, to end Nebraska, to Nebraska yeah. twenty eight in a row. Absolutely, Cyhawks Cyhawks trophy is on the line because of the football game the, this year. Usually. It almost flips over to whichever team gets all the home games, right? Uh, this so, year, not so much. So men in women's basketball both could be, decide the Cyhawks. Yes. I mean, clearly, because I think those are worth two. We won, won the wrestling. That's only worth one, I think. We have time for Fifth Street Five? I don't even know what it is at this point. We did not discuss. I feel bad. I was busy today. We did not discuss. Well, I was busy as well. Um, we gave him 14 minutes last week. We did. We did. We could say that the, the top five times we played Duke. Top, <laughs> top five transfers to come into Iowa. Charlie Jones. Uh, there was a running back. Uh, McKeel Sargent. McKeel Sargent. Uh, nice. Brad Banks. Brad Banks. Uh, Sean Green. Sean Green, Nathan Chandler. Uh, who was the defensive tackle from Iowa Western? Uh, oh, Davion Nixon, da- great transfer. There you go. Uh, Van Valkenburg, great transfer. Uh, also uh, one of the best uh, Dutch names we've ever had. <laughs> totally. Multiple, multiple uh, syllables, right? That's, there, there's, there's the top five. There you go. Uh, brought to you by Private Wealth Asset Managing here in West Des Moines. And uh, in Fifth Street in West Des Moines, want to promote all the great things happening down here in Valley Junction. Uh, Jingle in the Junction Thursday nights is uh, been so. postponed due to the weather. Oh, because we're going to Jing- have a storm. Jingle next week. Okay, but most Thursday nights in the holiday season. So you do Jingle uh, just in Iowa, Iowa State Thursday night down here. Well, there, I think uh, actually there's an open house over there too. That they, oh. so we have to talk about it. Yeah, but a- yeah, but yes, Iowa, Iowa State seven o'clock. So what we may do is do that and then come here and watch the ball game at there 7 o'clock. How's that sound? I hadn't even thought thought about that. Well, I have. I'm I thinking had, ahead. I had, always think ahead. I had ahead. not gotten past Tuesday. <laughs> the question is, how are we going to do sitting here for the next hour and a half before the ball game? Well, I'm going to get you some again. food. Okay. Food's a good idea for me. So what is our last call tonight? Well, you got obviously, three ba- you we got-, got three games this week. Are we going to worry about winning, uh, about what happens in each individual game? I, I think three. I think I like Iowa going, um, 
I need Iowa going two oh two for three this week. Okay. I feel I feel good about that. I think two for three this week. And I think it's Iowa State and, and Wisconsin. I don't think they get it done tonight. The, 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 I think the, they win the, tonight. The height is is too much for them. Tonight. I think they win tonight. I think they lose to Iowa State because the turnaround is so fast. Well, it's it, it, it is. Uh, I would say this: Iowa State's win over North Carolina doesn't look so good now that they've fallen out of the top twenty. North Carolina's lost the last five games they played. Right, they're not great. Right, but Iowa State beat St. John's, who's actually was undefeated Saint going John's into is, that. St. Right? John's a very yeah. And Iowa State has a nice They're one over Villanova. Dangerous team. Dangerous team. Villan- so, Villanova is not the Villanova that we know. How about this? The Hawks win three games by five points. That could happen, and we each have a heart attack on the way through. Does that happen? <laughs> you know, manicurists are never a thing when you're an Iowa sports fan. Everything, everything is down. To the, to the nubs and, and whatnot. The wrestling meet was way too close. Every football game is decided by less than, less than a touchdown. I mean, with few exceptions. And, you know, our basketball team. Has, I, I, I think the way to look at this, definitely, though, is that this is a big week. If you're sitting here on Sunday and they've somehow lost both games, then the Wisconsin game becomes huge. Right. Well, not to but mention that one it's, of these a, it's also enemies. a conference game, and, right. and so you right. got to keep that in mind. You certainly want to win that. You got to protect your house, if you will, uh, at home um, in in basketball in the Big Ten Conference. Absolutely. You just have to. All right, lots to talk about when we come back next week. That'll be fun, right? We'll be here, G Migs. Come join us then at six o'clock next Tuesday night for the Hawkeye Huddle. Or listen on 1700 The Champ or 101.3 FM.